There's one thing I really, really hate, and that's when a situation is handled poorly. I hate knowing that I could have done a better job handling the situation and then being filled with regret. And I'm pretty willing to bet that you have very similar feelings about it. So today we're going to discuss how to possibly handle every situation the best way that we can. Welcome to the Perspective Maintenance Podcast, where we approach topics from different perspectives to help us get unstuck. I'm John Chow, and my unique life experiences have caused me to cultivate a specialized skill set with people. I know that a big part of your desire to get unstuck is because being stuck has kept you from finding out what your full potential is, and it frustrates you knowing what you're capable of, but not being able to achieve it. I have successfully coached people who didn't think that they could find a way forward because I have perspectives that most people don't see and insights that most people don't have. This podcast is called Perspective Maintenance because if you find that your perspective is getting stuck, then it's time for some maintenance. Today, we're covering guiding principle number nine, respond instead of react. And yes, I'm filled with the feeling of bittersweet as well. <laughs> I have so much enjoyed this journey with you all. Thank you for the messages that you have sent about what parts were more applicable and how you have incorporated that into your life, or even people who have shown pictures of their space being rearranged and how it's made them feel. I am so happy to be able to engage with you this way. Please continue to reach out to me. Today's episode is actually inspired by a friend and fellow entrepreneur. His name is Raul. And Raul started a business called Sapphire Studies because as a child, he had a hard time learning. And learning just wasn't natural to him. And he really struggled with our academic system. And he understands that the system that we're in isn't the in-all and be-all, but we need to learn how to operate in it. So he started a business to help children not only discover how to learn, but love how to learn. And that results often in good grades for them to be able to feel an encouragement about the results of their learning. So if you have a child who is struggling with learning, reach out to Raul at sapphirestudies.com. I'm going to post a link in our show notes as well for you to find him. We are talking today about responding instead of reacting. And it may seem to you that responding and reacting are quite similar and the differences could be quite trivial. And I really wanted to just say off the bat that as trivial as the differences seem, the results of the two are dramatically different. And I'm really excited to go through them with you. So today we're going to discuss why we react. Then we're going to talk about how we shift from reacting to responding. And then we're going to finish off with the best way to respond. So why do we react? <laughs> why do you react? Why do I react? Well, first of all, let's discuss the differences between responding and reacting. Responding is intentional, whereas reacting is instinctual. And I'm not placing a good or bad label on reacting, but it is a matter of fact that instincts are instincts. And no matter how well-trained our instincts may be, they're still instincts. For example, let's say you are somebody who has trained in mixed martial arts and instinctively when somebody reaches out to you, your body reacts in a certain way. That might cause you to do something out of instinct. You see, when we operate out of our instinct, we lose control. 
essentially because the body is moving on its own. We may have trained it to move on its own in a specific way, but it's still moving on its own. So the outcome is actually then in the hands of the instigator of the situation, not in our own hands. And by instinct, we may say things that we don't mean, or we might do things that we don't mean. And neither of these are a great position to be. And I love for you to eliminate that from your life. So what we need to do is to be intentional. Because when we respond, our intentionality allows us to take control of our contribution of the outcome. So even if the outcome is not completely favorable to our side, obviously we can't control everything. Life is the way that it is. But what we can do is give ourselves a piece that we handled a situation the best way possible. So at least the outcome is the best possible outcome that it could be. So then how do we go from reacting to responding? Well, a huge, huge factor of us being able to eliminate the reacting and to consider ourselves to be in responding mode is to consider the context. So when we don't have context to a given situation, it causes us to overreact and do embarrassing things. <laughs> For example, I cannot swim and I never learned how to swim because I've had eczema since I was a child and I chlorine is just not a good friend. So I never learned how to swim. And when it comes to me being on open water, I'm very tentative, although I love it. And so canoeing is one of my favorite things. And one time I went to a trip to a, a national park with some friends and there was two parts of the park one part of the park that was in this beautifully constructed area where you can canoe around that is man-made and then of course you can go out into the open waters well my friends at that day were extremely um i'm trying to use a word that's not explicit <laughs> they were being stupid and so they were tipping each other and i gave them all a stare of death i was like do not touch my canoe i cannot swim I you know the chances of me dying is very high. <laughs> yes, you can tell them being very dramatic. Anyways, it was one of those scenes where the bottom, uh, where you can your foot can touch the bottom, is actually much closer and much more. So this water was much more shallow than I realized, but I didn't know that because I couldn't see and I was filled with anxiety. So what happened was our canoe got tipped, obviously, because I guess my friends knew that somehow. I don't know, but I went into this mode where I was trying to stay alive by flailing on top of the water and I felt like my life flashed before my eyes and I was gonna die <laughs> and then my friend was like John just 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 stand up and then I was like oh this is so embarrassing my foot touched the ground I realized that the water wasn't even that deep and that I was totally fine but I had no context of how deep the water was that's why I overreacted well in order for us to consider a context I'm going to introduce to you the rule of five when a situation happens, think to yourself, is this going to matter in five hours, in five days, in five weeks, in five months, and in five years? This context then allows for us to decide how we want to respond. Responding also doesn't mean that it's slow, that we just you know, take forever to decide. And responding doesn't always mean that we're being timid. We could respond in a very drastic and aggressive way because it could the context of it could allow for it too. But when we don't have consideration of the context, sometimes we blow things out of the proportion and we react. So next time something happens to you, ask yourself, is this going to matter in five weeks? If it doesn't, let's go backwards. Five days? Oh yeah, I still might be, you know, somebody embarrassed me. I still might be thinking about it or it could still be impacting the dynamics of my team. 
And if that is the case, then you can respond accordingly. Now, I want you to take a moment and just think to yourself, who is somebody who more often reacts instead of responds? And you just see them going into this downward spiral because they are causing a more negative outcome because of the way that they react. If there is somebody who needs to hear something like this and you don't want to be the one who brings it up, then feel free to share this podcast. <laughs> I'm happy to be the bad guy here, to be the one who is talking about this topic. And you can literally reach out to them and say, oh, I really enjoyed this episode. I'm learning how to respond better. And this allows for them to not feel like a finger is pointed at them, that they don't have to feel like there's something they need to immediately work on, but it gives them the openness to be able to hear this and then hopefully realize that that is something that they could work on as well. So I want you to pause this podcast right now Think of the person, go to this episode, copy and paste it, the link, pull out your text message and message this person right now and just tell them what you really enjoyed about this podcast and let that be a conversation starter to see what could happen with them and the changes that they will make. Now we're going to end with the best way to respond. And I've learned a whole bunch of different methods, but this one method I learned by doing the Better Leader program at Wits Education, and it just really blew my mind. I'd highly recommend that to anybody who's interested in learning more about communication and why sometimes we're ineffective in the way that we communicate with other people. And this model is called the STOP model. So S stands for stop, T stands for threat, O stands for objective, and P stands for proceed. In a given situation, when we apply the STOP model, immediately the first thing is it tells us to stop which eliminates any potential for reactivity, which is amazing. Then we assess the threat. Okay, what is threat level here? Is this DEF CON 4 or is this get DEF CON 2? The threat also allows us to have context of how we need to respond. Then we think about the objective. Okay, what do I want to get out of this interaction? When I open my mouth, what am I trying to accomplish? When we think about that, and now we have a direction that we want to move into, then it's not just an instinctive reaction or even a random response. It is a very well thought out intentional response that then will lead down a certain path. And then P means proceed. We can go ahead and execute the plan that we have come up with in our head because we know what the threat level is and we've taken the time to consider our objective. Now, all of these things are related to helping us get unstuck because the worst part about getting stuck is being in a situation that we feel like we can't get out of. And I really hope this was helpful. As always, I would love to hear from you. Feel free to reach out to me. I am the John Collective on everything. So thejohncollective.com is my website. On Instagram, it is the John Collective. And on Facebook, my Facebook group is the John Collective as well. The idea is that I am a collective of all the things that I've been through and all the people around me. And you are now a de facto part of my community, whether you like it or not. <laughs> um, so feel free to join and um, reach out and let me know how things are. We're going to start the next season quite soon. And I'd love to hear from you what you would like to, for it to have covered. Thank you for joining me today, because when you get unstuck, it's never isolated. A rising tide lifts all boats, and you have no idea how you are impacting those around you just by getting yourself unstuck. Talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.